You've accessed the Black Talk Radio Show, and we're bringing you bits of social commentary from an African-American perspective. One thing I have to let you know, though, is that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this show and others, please log on to KUCI.org. Uh, I'm I'm real excited, y'all. I got a young lady here. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna blow y'all's mind. I know that already. <laughs> <laughs> I just told her a couple of minutes ago, I said, you know, usually when I have guests on the show, I let them know that, you know, we don't need to talk about everything right now because uh, we want to save something for the show, you know, because you guys know this is totally ad lib. And I said, but you're the only one I've had thus far that I don't have to tell that to because you got a plethora of information. <laughs> <laughs> that people are definitely going to want to hear and it might be a little too much but y'all y'all we gonna we gonna be okay what i want to do first is i want to give you an idea of who this young lady is her name is renee quarles and um i as you already know uh write a little something something on the website so that you'll have an idea of who it is that i'm going to be interviewing so i'm just going to read that to you it says that on wednesday april 8th 2015 from 5 o'clock p.m to 5 30 p.m come join kuci's 88.9 fm's black talk radio show host calvin gant as he dialogues with self-made entrepreneur renee quarles she is the owner and ceo of shades of africa which is an african-centered emporium of books art and health products and also a venue for the weekly events that promote the company's mission to enhance the understanding and appreciation of the african diaspora you definitely don't want to miss how Ms. Quarles overcame difficult beginnings and numerous obstacles. Tune in and find out how success can come through love for people rather than a quest for material gain. Renee, how you doing? I'm good. I am so good. Thank you, 88.9 Family, Black Talk Radio, live. <laughs> Listen, the first thing I want to do is we, we probably need to... Uh, uh, just just touch on African diaspora. Let us know what what is what is that about? What do you what is that? Well, for me, it means that I reach out and touch every African American product I can find because we are of the African diaspora. I cater to us as a people. I mm -hmm. see us as the primary source and my reason for living. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, how long have you? I mean, t first of all, when did you start thinking along these lines? in terms of african-american people when did that start for you i realized i got excited about them that would come back the minute i came in the minute they came into our store and our room i was very happy to receive them and they me and i found love at a retail location called shades of africa i found love for people i found love uh, within myself to love us okay now was there anything in your childhood that possibly could have led to that well, I'm uh, not a product of uh, higher education. Uh -huh. I'm a product of um, the streets, pretty okay. much. The, pre uh -uh. The, the I'm a product of basically life, um, meaning that I listen to revolutionaries. I listen to Angela. I uh, appreciated and well-received Mumia um, as being the journalist of the Black Panther Party newsletter at the time. Uh -huh. um, I grew up and then learned that Farrakhan even had something to offer, meaning he taught me and gave me a roadmap of how to change and how I could be a major part in change in the community I lived in. Okay. And when you grow up in one and see blacks are ownership, they were in ownership of everything at the time. The, mm -hmm. the liquor stores, the uh, the 
the uh, nightclubs. We were owners of everything. Okay. War bands, the uh, Barry White, all these groups, major groups, were mm-hmm. everywhere circulating in our communities. Right. And so I saw that we were everywhere, and then all of a sudden, uh, by the time I was 24 and 25 years old, I realized they were gone. There was no mm. ownership of us anywhere. Okay. And you, once you start working for someone and you see your dollar come in your hand, and when it's in my name, it's up to me then. Okay. how I tend to spend it. And I didn't have a black hand to put it in. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So so between, uh, like, say, uh, when you were a teenager and the time you reached 24 years of age, did was it during that time that you decided that you were going to do something about the situation? Because it had, hadn't really happened yet. I mean, you just noticed at the age of 24 that black businesses were dying pretty much. I had so, lost my mother at the age of 24. Oh, I see. I okay. lost my mother at the age of 24, mm-hmm. and, and I went through my own bouts in the streets. Okay. Meaning drug and alcoholism had actually consumed my life mm-hmm. um, from the ages of 24 to roughly the age of 32. Okay. There were several years that I was, uh, my mind was occu- preoccupied on, on that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, at the age of 34, by the time I'm 34, God had handed me something. And that mm-hmm. was an opportunity to, to, to give retail, to, okay. to do business with us. Right. And it was something that actually literally saved my life. It uh-huh. changed and it saved my life. Okay, now how, you, you, you're talking about you were working at a black business during I had that work, time? Uh, from the, no, no, no. From 24, I was working for the county of Los Angeles. At 19, I'd become a correctional officer at Tehachapi Men's State Prison. There were so many different jobs I had had that all gave me a check in my name. My What really stimulated and motivated me at Shades of Africa was the fact that I now had the opportunity to spend my dollar with my own. Mm-hmm. There had been uh, there had been such a gap of uh, a loss of black owned businesses. Everything from the nightclubs to liquor stores, I noticed they were all gone. Right. My sister and I both talked about it several times and just said, you know, she had just come in from Jamaica, mm-hmm. and she says, but Renee, in, in Jamaica, blacks are opening up trunks and they've got business right where they are at. Okay. And it it was like, wow, we don't see any here. Looking one time for an art image, I had got. Uh, that I had needed to uh, put an art image over my couch. And I realized that I couldn't even find a black art image unless I found it at Sears. Mm -hmm. Why am I shopping at Sears for our art? Okay, okay. Things like that. And then when you look at, uh, then I found books Mm -hmm. would give me the authors and the illustrators. And I just got hungry for more of what I could find we made. Okay, and that, okay. And that's what keeps me motivated today. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put something together here because what I'm hearing basically is that you worked for someone else up to the age of 34. Yes. Okay. Then did you start the business right away or how did that how did that Vonya, come about? My sister Vonya would be actually the founder of Shades of Africa for okay. the first five years. Okay. And in that five years, she was working at British Petroleum and she was permanent with the company BP where I was only working with uh, Recon and uh, Total Western and Diversified. These were all called co. Uh, these were called uh, co-contractors, meaning they mm-hmm. were contracted out in the refineries. Okay, that work kind of comes in and goes out, so it wasn't enough to keep me safe, sane, and sober. Okay, <laughs> it did not keep me safe, sane, and sober. In mm-hmm. fact, it was part of the problem. If you you get stimulated by making a couple thousand, ten, twelve thousand dollars, and then all of a sudden it's gone, you you're like someone who just got released from county jail okay you want to come out and find a party mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was a cycle in my life uh, okay you could get paid but then you were looking for that party right and the party isn't what what really makes or break our life uh the party is not what i needed okay okay and so when when, when she started then that then you came into the she, business yes okay she, vonya started our business mm-hmm. and uh within the first five years though 
Vonia is a mother of, at the time, three children. Okay. And having her children really meant that they took priority over her. Her mm-hmm. after work she mm-hmm. did not see the she just she tried she she brought to the table of shades of africa great ideas i mean we were finger uh, we were actually painting hand uh, made figurines okay um we had a lot of crafts we were inviting women to bring their children over and let us teach them mm-hmm. similar to arkansania of long beach which is uh pan-african uh dysphoria as well but the truth is we were really more of a cultural place to be not so okay. much as a retail okay and but retail blended in mm-hmm. um after five years, it got to the point where she was ready to toss it. She just knew that she couldn't do it. And no I said, kidding. no, I fell in love. Okay. I want to keep it. Okay. And that's how um, I then incorporated us after four years of ownership. And mm-hmm. then I've been on the roll ever since. Wow. You know, um, I uh, had a bout with, 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 with drug addiction myself. And um, after, after, you know, getting done, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it got to the point for me where, you know, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. That was it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I stopped. And, and I opened up a, a recovery house. And the reason being is because I saw some things that had happened in my life that I wanted others not to have to go through or at least be able to deal with and that kind of thing. And seemingly a lot of that happens with people who are recovering or who have fallen. You know, it doesn't have to be a recovery from drugs, mm-hmm. but you just have fallen and, yeah. you, and you just you just got to do something, got to <clears throat> do something. And it sounds like that's where you're coming from, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, I want to ask you, what is it that 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 motivated you uh, during the stage of doing drugs and that kind of thing, what 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 was your, the motivating force that made you keep doing what you did? You know, <laughs> I realized that God had handed me something. Okay, I didn't know it wasn't financial because there were days when thirty three dollars was a good day. Yeah, six dollars yeah. wasn't only. That's what I did today. Yeah, I went from six dollars to a mm-hmm. good day of thirty three, and mm-hmm. I, it wasn't the money. Okay, it was really that. People would come in and smile and find something that I had made purchase of with the money they brought the week prior to. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've been taking last week's pay or earnings uh-huh. and investing it back in now for years. Right. Whatever I made last week, I'll find a way to filter it. I'll bring you something new. Mm-hmm. There's constantly something new uh, okay. because I'm constantly asking them or getting a feel from them what they might want when they come again. Mm-hmm. Shades of Africa now is on the verge of being the first African-American department store. Oh, because okay, I've never I walked into anything that had departments such as yeah, I've right, so far laid right. out. And I tell you, we're not done yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have lots of opportunity to make sure that we will be uh, similar to that of a target. For okay, okay. Because I see my sisters that are making beauty products. Uh, a lot of them mm-hmm. have aspired to be in the major department stores. Mm-hmm. Well, why, why can't we see our Shades of Africa or any other African-American ownership of its own department store. Okay. I'm. I just. I cannot go back to catering to others. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macy's. None of their sales excite me. Right. I'm not the type who waits for Target to introduce a new look. When I think I see in my neighborhood, we have jewelry makers. I have seamstress. There's girls that wrap things and make things. I want to make it fashionable to be black in black garb. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no shame in that. Right. That is a. That is to me the. That's that's pride. Okay. That's having pride in oneself, pride in the fact that I've earned a dollar and I don't care how you earn a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not partial to hustlers or persons with degrees. Mm-hmm. I understand that once you have the opportunity to have that seed, it is then mindfully up to you to plant it where you intend it to grow. Yeah. Sobriety. You- Sobriety was the thing that kept me. 
I got to tell you. Yeah. Okay. It first took sobriety and it took God and it took it took strangers. Okay. A lot of strangers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I'm 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 kind of leaning toward um, that 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 piece of your life, you know, because I've experienced it myself mm-hmm. and and I have this sense of wanting to give to others you know what has so freely been given to you you know what i mean mm-hmm. because it's only by the grace of god that both of us are here mm-hmm. you know everybody in 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 on the planet is here is only by the grace of god and and because of that i would think that everybody would want to have that sense of well i owe i owe i owe you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and so and so you know in 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 your shop you're talking about it being a department store but you're doing a lot more than that because you're doing some things on thursday nights and saturdays and things of that nature that uh are giving back to people you mm-hmm. know what i mean giving them their lives back giving them their sense of 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 spirit back you do know you and so how the do you teen post do you the, remember the old teen post The old teen post. We used to have teen post, a place for us to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 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 I remember those places that would give us anything from dominoes to the the games, the the activities, the opportunity to go on a camping trip. Absolutely. The opportunities were there at a teen post. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have any other anywhere else, I had a teen post. Okay. Later on, I learned that we also had those stores that would light up black velvet lights and show you the naked pictures and the 12... Mm -hmm. 12 astrology signs. Yeah, right, right. Sex positions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Those were um, places of freedom of expression. Okay. And for me, that is exactly what the Culture Center represents. It op- It's an opportunity for us to have another place outside of your campus, outside of your church. You need a place where you can just kind of grow on each other uh-huh. in honesty. It's, uh-huh. it, it takes even the place of today's church because a church was a place where you could only speak to one another and trust that no one else would know mm-hmm. what was on your mind. Mm-hmm. We don't have any place like that now. You can't okay. do that in church today. Okay. You can't okay. tell your members or anyone else that you have a drug problem. I know. I uh-huh. tried. Uh-huh. And it, it, uh-huh. it just turned me away from the church. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, are you are you talking about that we don't need churches or mm. just... You don't want me to go there. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do want you to go there. I don't... Uh, the need of a church. Uh-huh. The church has its own agenda. Right. Um, I'm of the opinion that uh, I can no longer bow down on my knees in submission. I stand up and give thanks and praise standing up. Okay. My hands open to receive. I give thanks to my angels. I know by name, my mm-hmm. mother, my son. You see, God, I lost my son. Right. My sister was able to have all of hers, and I'm very happy to have that family. Wow. Yeah. But losing my son gave me an angel early on. Mm-hmm. And now as I look back, I say, wow, I can see where I really needed one. Right, okay. So the universe has a way of correcting balancing things mm, certainly does i give thanks does. to the sun and the moon for me the sun represents the only opportunity the only thing i know that is actually unconditional love mm-hmm. is how the sun rises in the morning and brings life to the entire planet okay i would not eat i would not breathe i would not survive without it mm-hmm. i give thanks to the moon for she knows how to cool it off and during an eclipse she knows how to take all his heat in okay. i love differently um mm-hmm. I love us unconditionally. Right, right. You know, I've learned to love not only 
others, but I've learned to love even me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From my the way I give thanks. Yeah, <clears throat> and 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 that's so important to me anyway, Renee, because I think everybody needs to understand there's options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 you have your opinion of what you what you believe, what you think is the, is the correct thing, and you mm-hmm. and you have the right to speak oh, that. Yes. And I want other people to hear it, and that's yes. why I, you know. Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> Thank you, eighty-eight point nine listening. Open the callers. <laughs> Call in. <laughs> I, I have uh, that number. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's it's uh uh nine four nine eight two four five eight two four nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. Um, I'm 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 excited because of the fact that um tradition, you know, people are so steeped in tradition mm. that they don't even even consider you know, an option, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and for, for myself, I, you know, I don't, I don't go to church on a regular basis, but I do go because I like to hear the preachers talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I want to hear what they got to say. Cause I, I do that myself and people can probably hear it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think it's so important for us to understand that the message is from, you know, the almighty that, 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 that's where the message is from and people can change it around to fit their own needs and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, but when you have your own, your own sense of, of your relationship, you know, with the, with, with, with the, with the one, mm-hmm. you know, then, mm-hmm. then for me, you're on the right path without a doubt, spiritual you know? And so I, I yeah, is, absolutely. Is, is absolutely. Very, very private yeah. And personal. Absolutely. And so I know for a fact, you know, that anybody who has any type of, of, of success, and I'm not talking about a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this smiling face that I'm seeing here before <laughs> me, <laughs> you know, that's success. You know, it ain't about how much you got is how you feel about what you got and what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I can see that success in you. And I know for a fact that without some type of spiritual foundation, there will be none, you know. And so tell me, how do you how do you bring that, you know, this this joy that you have mm-hmm. about your relationship with 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 God, with other people, that kind of thing? How do you bring that into the business world? How, do, how does that how does that look in Shades of Africa? What does that look like? That looks like it's open. Okay. It's so open. I, I, I have no fence or, you know, I have gone through Christianity. Okay. And I, uh, um, I would often make, it would often give me a reason to feel guilty. Mm, or, mm. Uh, and, and I maybe it's more that I've turned the tell-lie off eight years ago. Okay. I don't have a tell-lie either. Oh, tell-lie. I like that. <laughs> I don't do tell-lies and vision because I really don't want to be conditioned or told how to feel. I don't want limitations on what God can do in my life. Okay, okay. And a, a lot of times they seem to make me think I need to come to the pew and be out down to you and you're going to bless me. Mm. I just, that is not. I got you. I, I, uh, I tried that. And I tried a lot of things. Um, listening and learning in my own way. I could only take what I could take and chew and, and, and eat what I could eat of it. Right. That's pretty much where everybody is on mm-hmm, any teaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to submission, I, I cannot submit over to man or any other entities. Right. And I, I, I'm a firm, I, I've listened to Joe Atwell, teachings mm-hmm. of the Christi- uh, Romans conspiracy to even invent Jesus. Mm. And I have a lot of questions uh that I can relate to. Actually, okay. they're not questions with me. I, I accept and understand that teaching. 
Um, so it, it helped me see that, see, Renee, you were right to find your own way mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I don't want to be caught up in that. I, I want to be in the boat I'm in. And that's what the person who is like me, like minded, that just gives thanks to the universe and, and knows that they are not a sinner. Wow. They are not. Yeah. yeah. I can't get into <laughs> okay. more of that. I'm okay. Uh, you know, we're sitting here on, on <clears throat> uh, a campus, University of California <laughs> in Irvine. And uh, uh, it's a lot of, lot of students here that have this sense of I'm going to graduate and perhaps going to get me a, a, a master's, maybe a doctor's and that kind of thing. And I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to make a lot of money or I'm going to make a difference in the world. or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And, and, and parents send us to college with that in mind, mm-hmm. you know, that my child is going to be <clears throat> successful because they went to college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, and I don't knock it at all. You know, personally, I feel that college is an opportunity to network. That's, that would be my main objective <laughs> for coming to college. You know what I mean? And, 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 and also to learn, to have an opportunity to learn from people who have studied and that kind of thing, you know, um, you did not take that path. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so no. how is your what is, how do you feel about you know sitting here on this campus on a college campus talking to to, to, it's to people the yeah universities are like cities and okay they, they even have the right to write tickets it's like <laughs> oh my god you can't park here right and the cost factors are huge oh yeah it's amazing i wouldn't even think about turning that much of my wealth over to someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sixty-five dollars a pop. That's I right. Yeah, it's just mind-boggling. But yeah. I'm proud of those parents who take pride in sending okay. their children off to college. Uh-huh. But the truth is, I think a parent should consider more of homeschooling mm-hmm. and more of uh, entertaining more of the economic warfare that we all find ourselves. Okay, in. and that's okay. where your monies are just being drawn from your pockets. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I. I can't get into the right. universities because I don't want to offend anyone. But I learned on the on the um, I learned in the parks. Yeah, right. I learned in the with the pimps and the hoes. And mm-hmm. the, uh, I learned with people of the world. Right, and, right. And I have no shame in that. I give thanks and praise for all they've taught me, mm-hmm. uh, without ever bringing harm to me. Right, I, I should I got say you. that they I got were not you. Right. abusing me in any mm-hmm. way. They gave me what they were given, and that was enough for me to learn from their mistakes and move on. Yeah, that's definitely. pretty much all we all have. I would suggest to those who um, are uh, aspiring to be in college to consider where they are and what their hearts intend to do. Oh, man. Yeah. Stand still and yeah. go to the universe and ask the universe how. Listen to the inner spirit speak. Mm-hmm. That's why turning off television works for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not uh, uh, associating myself with the fellowships that are seemingly so mind uh consuming yeah uh-huh. i have to stay free to a certain extent okay so i i would suggest that to anyone uh, up and starting any path in mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. redefining ourselves several times yes it's a yes. good thing the yes. world planet is changing constantly around absolutely me. more absolutely. toxic yeah yeah <laughs> you know you um you um talk about i mean not directly but i heard about expansion uh, you know, this is not this is not it for you. This, this no. one this one spot on Fourth Street. This we is not two. it. Two spots. Oh, mm-hmm. tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> we have two spots. Okay. Shades of Africa Corona uh-huh. uh, is IE Shades of Africa. That's for your Inland Empire, mm-hmm. and uh, it's opening. Uh, it opened its doors in 2010. Okay. She's now in her fifth year. Okay. She's doing well. Mm-hmm. In that, you will also find a hair salon. You will find uh, my sister Vonia. 
Okay. Uh, Coral, the one you spoke actually, of earlier. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, not only an attorney at law, but she's actually the CEO of that location. Okay. And she is doing really well at everything from Starting Over Inc., where we have, uh, she has a, a nonprofit, which is Starting Over Inc., that is, uh, I'm sure that it's hitting about 50 families in okay. her homes. So she has a lot going on. They can visit all of that at startingoverinc.net. Mm hmm. Right? Startingoverinc.net, I believe, is that. Okay. Right so startingoverinc.net. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now your 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 uh, shades of Africa. It's shadesofafrica.com, dot com. Am I right? Yes. And Africa and spelled Africa's with a K. Spelled with a K. Yes. Okay. And and where where is that particular store located? That's my Long Beach location. Okay. Long give, Beach give, location give us an address. Is at one zero zero one East Fourth Street. Okay. Long Beach, California nine zero eight zero two. Okay. It is also the home of Natural Kinks and Waves. Our new hair salon opened also twenty ten. Uh, mm -hmm. where you'll find three lovely stylists and naturalkinks.com is that site, <laughs> website. You can also go online and meet the stylist. Um, Shades of Africa now has four persons working under me. Okay. Um, so I'm very proud to say that there are at least eight people working now in our building. Oh, that's amazing. I learned that I'm over, I'm one of only one of Mm -hmm. Over 2.1 million black-owned businesses. Wow. And of, in the entire country. In the U.S. Wow. I only okay. looked at the U.S. Okay. And of the U.S., that 2.1 million, I believe D.C. is still holding the record at roughly 28% of them. Okay. Um, but I found that at least all of them hired at least four persons. Okay. So okay. that, to me, is the motivation that, was, yeah, that just that keeps was a me goal. like, look, okay. see, we're not. Okay. I need um, my biggest uh, proper product producers such as uh, thank god i'm natural uncle mm -hmm. funkies mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, uh, raw remedies uh comedic biologies to not concern themselves as much with getting into target or macy's to be there i got to you. arrive i got you i want them to arrive in our locations mm -hmm. you know so it's so important that when profit is being made that we as african americans find a way because we are african Americans, yeah, being right. African Americans right. means we can actually do anything. Okay, as long as we put our minds together on that one fact. Right, we're of the mindset. We yes. are now of one mindset. Wow, wow. Um, so um, we're looking. So we're looking to see some more buildings, some more stores, and and that kind of thing is what I'm. Is I what was I'm in hearing. Georgia. Uh -huh. I went to Georgia, and they scared me. It okay, literally scared me to death. Mm -hmm. uh, the broker. Uh, began saying words like um, net, double net, triple net, mm -hmm. uh, and I was not really asking to lease anything. I wanted, I was looking more what you might have for sale, but because they seem so limited in the prime areas, there was only lease opportunities in these areas. <clears throat> so what I had to ask was, what is this net, double net, and triple net you mentioned? Well, you don't just pay the lease amount okay. to this owner that is not of me, of my mm -hmm. mindset at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You paid lease, but you're also going to give them either uh, 10%, 15%, or 20% of your annual earnings. Mm, my goodness. And I was like, you are so <laughs> talking to the wrong one. That is a pimp. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Who would uh, <laughs> tax me on monies I've earned? Right. I can't allow that. Right. And that's aside from the government. Yeah. yeah. I'm already paying the retail tax <laughs> right, on what right, I sold, but right. now I'm supposed to put you into my pocket. Right, right, right. Hey, you're not a debit card yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> debit mm -hmm. cards are doing that now to us all. Yeah. People yeah. are not aware of the fact that in their debit accounts right now, they see 0% interest earnings. Right. And then we have now for the last three years. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at how long the debit cards have actually been in your wallet. Roughly 20 to 25 years. Okay. I have at the same time watched them erase a middle class 
All oh, because man. they are yeah. ensuring now in the last three years that we make 0% interest earnings on our weekly paycheck, mm-hmm. that we have already been FICA, NICA, and psych <laughs> and then we come out knowingly giving them nine cents on every right, dollar, which right. basically right now is a dollar eighty per twenty dollars you spend. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. two dollars to someone you can't see. Right. But exactly. it's out there. Yeah. How can you afford a card in your wallet that pays someone else? Star plus yeah. any of them right. entities all on the back of that card, another two point seven nine to three point seven nine and a forty cent swipe fee. Yeah. What are we rich? Yeah. I don't care if they put your dog on it, your car on it, your face on it. We are allowing them, the uh, entities, these all mm-hmm. of these are entities, mm-hmm. rob us at yeah. 3 and 4% at a time, and they are so good at it that no one even sees the crime. It shouldn't cost me. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Always yeah. the me factor. If people uh-huh. would switch a me for a we, they'd That's see it. that it's That's a mass key. thing. That's it has key. nothing to it's do with you. And I'm so sorry well, if yeah. you have to one day carry the weight of your not being able to hit right. a, a bank. Right. Right. Take pride in taking your cash out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Most people today don't even want to touch their own money. Yeah. What yeah. is that? You know that they when 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 I apply for this show, they want to know what who is your targeted audience, and I say my targeted audience is students of all ages, and I'm listening to you and understanding how you you're still a student. <laughs> <laughs> you still continue to, to learn every day and to share that knowledge with others, which I think is the most important. Mm-hmm. Sharing of it, you mm-hmm. know, acquiring it is one thing, but sharing it is something else. And I think that's so important. And you're contributing so much to the universe, you know, because people really I don't think people really get have a grasp of, of when you do something positive, that that affects the entire universe. Not just you, not just the person you're talking to, but that vibration that energy goes into the universe, and and that's what I believe. That's why we're still here, because mm. of people like yourself. Because if it so wasn't for powerful. y'all, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. You know what I mean, Renee? I, you know, I just so appreciate. It. We can go on and on, but uh, you promised to stay because we're gonna, we're gonna. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, uh, do this blog thing. It's about, okay. I think it's three minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna listen to that, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk some more about this blog because you don't know it but you touched on some points that are in the blog and you had no idea that I was writing (laughs) on these points so (laughs) y'all just hold on out there and we're gonna be right back Okay, we're back, and uh, if you don't know, this is Calvin, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You've accessed the Black Talk radio show, and we're bringing you a little bit of social commentary from an African-American perspective. I must let you know, though, that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. I hope y'all were tuned in and could listen to Renee, but if you didn't get a chance to hear her, you're going to hear her again in just a moment. What we do at this part of the show is to listen to a blog that I wrote, and then uh, Renee is going to be here sitting with me, and she's going to be commenting on that blog. So you guys... Take a listen and get ready for the communication. 
Where do we go from here? There's a term called transference, which can be loosely translated as believing that what I've done to others is what they're trying to do to me. White folk went to Africa, Asia, and the Americas for the specific purpose of conquest and control. The fact of the matter is that they're still benefiting from these subjugations and are fearful they'll lose what they erroneously claim as their own to the people they took it from. Some white people think that black folk want to live where they live, have our children go to school where their children go, and eat in the same restaurants they eat in. It's a known fact that likes attract, and I believe that most of us love living around, going to school, and breaking bread with people of our own persuasion. All we black folk really want is access to the same quality of housing, education, food, and drink that's available to y'all. Let's call it like it is. Black people were not conquered and are not still being controlled solely because of the perpetuation of white supremacy and nationalism. It's also because we inadvertently support disunity. We're going to have to quit looking at the differences within our race, quit complaining about what somebody else is doing to us, and figure out what we need to do to enhance our cultural commonality. I personally call out to black churches, black businesses, black organizations, and even black gangs to come together, pool our financial, historical, and especially our human resources to regain our status of a loving, caring, and fair-minded people. Black folk, I know who we are, I know where we've been, and I know what we're capable of doing. We've been through it all, y'all, so let's get to doing what we know how to do and stop looking to others to do it for us. As for everybody else, just do you. I know that if we all adhere to the spiritual concept of treating each other righteously, all would be well. But I don't know how to implement that consciousness into somebody with whom I'm not totally familiar. What I can say, however, is let's everybody go home, y'all. Where's home? It's where you make it, as long as it ain't in somebody else's house. Later for wanting what somebody else got, let's build something on our own that we can allow others to check out without the fear of having it taken from us. I'll holler. Okay. Um, we're here with, with, with Renee. And Renee, I just, you know, like I said, you were talking about some things that you didn't, you, you hadn't read this blog. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <not yet. laughs> and you, what, what you touched on was something I think is so, so very important. And that is that, you know, coming together, you know, because I mentioned at the very beginning that we have a, a, a sense of disunity, you know, we don't, and, th- and this didn't just start now. I mean, it's been going on back in, the, in on the continent, you know, we divided, you know, and, and, and so they talk about dividing conquer and a lot of times people don't understand that we divided ourselves <laughs> and and helped mm-hmm. people to conquer us uh and today like you were talking about earlier uh things are changing you know things are changing and 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 now is the opportunity for us to change as well yes. you know what i mean and so this sense of disunity because i don't i don't believe that we can talk about integration with other races until we have integrated within our own race you know and so just give me you know give me give me some stuff give me something what you what, what you thinking <laughs> well it's it's not hard to see that today it 
it is very fashionable to be African American. Okay. I say African American because I can. African. I can. As an American today, I can do anything. Okay. I <clears throat> again want to revert back to the avoiding of television. I make sure I turn off anything that does not um, that does not resemble my inner spirit. Okay. My inner spirit tells me I have nothing in front of me except that I don't try. Mm. The only thing that gets in the my, the only thing that can get in my way is self. No other entity, no other reason. I can I'm not even blaming. I'm going to make sure that as long as God gives me breath, I can do it. Okay. That's um, honestly, if I were to say anything to us as a people, and I'm so happy to be speaking on Black Talk Radio 88.9, we have to trust that we are everything we've ever wanted to be, no matter what he looks like on the street, no matter what she may look like passing by. She is my sister, and she has been distant long enough. When she comes that close to me, it's an opportunity for me to let her know it, her or he. Mm -hmm. I embrace us as I would want to be received myself. Okay. I see us today as being highly fashionable to be black. Mm -hmm. um, I see us as an opportunity. I encourage my customer base always, go home and create something. Let me see what you come up with. Okay. I'm encouraging 12-year-old girls to start beating up jewelry. Mm -hmm. Let me see what you can do. You see uh, a sister walk in, she's wrapped real nice. I'm thinking, gosh, you look like a seamstress. Do you sew? Oh, okay. Anything that reminds each other that mm -hmm. we are the creators we've all been looking for. Okay. I don't rely on someone else to dictate what style or fashion is. It's really on us to create our own likeness and enjoy receiving our own wares. Okay. You you guys are listening to Renee Quarles, and she's a, a owner and CEO of... of um, Shades of Africa. Shades, Shades of, of African Long Beach. Help me out. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> help me out. And uh, it's uh, it's an emporium. I mean, she got, she's got all kinds of things in there, you know, body oils, uh, soaps, uh, beauty products, uh, clothing, uh, uh, hydrogen peroxide, food grade, <laughs> <laughs> activated you know, charcoal to yeah. clean the kidney and the liver. Yeah, and as she had said, of Africa is a department store in that it has the children's books, the adult book line. With the, that room alone has over three hundred titles uh -huh. in stock. Okay. We're catering to everyone from Umar Johnson, um, uh, Anthony Browder. You've got. Uh, Francis Cress Wilson, you've got Dr. Ben, who mm -hmm. just made his recently, most recently made his journey. Right. But you have so much mind food in there. That is the brain food room. Mm -hmm. uh, in that room also includes all of the top of the line in collectibles. Anthony uh, Thomas Blackshear, Annie Lee, who's also made her transition. Right, right. Those oh, are collectibles okay. of African American designs that mm -hmm. are, are at our height. Right. Those are ours, not China made. And if they were made in China, it wasn't by us; it was by them. Right. I still made sure my dollar went to them. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There are some ways of not bypassing that, and that was my biggest point in opening. But the truth is, we are um, we are truly. And then we got the other departments. The beauty supplies cater to everyone from Comedic Biologies, Uncle Funky's, uh, Raw Remedies. Um, these are sisters and people's product lines that are well in the production phase. They're distributors mm -hmm. of their own lines. Right. We need to hold. We need to hold each other's hands in this. This right. is called economic warfare, and the only way to win in that is to support your own and make sure we're all growing up and going mm -hmm. up a ladder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so yeah, and so uh, in terms of uh, uh, from a from an economic, just a purely economic perspective, how do you see? How do you envision this thing that that, that we mentioned in the blog in terms of? black people coming together and understanding that uh handouts is over that's no, no, that's no. done with you know what i mean we have to get our own how do you see 
your 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 place of, of business being uh, like a beacon of hope for others to 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 do what it is that you're doing. I want them to see that light. Mm-hmm. I want them to understand and know. I want you to hear me say this. I barely had a high school education. I've been on my own since I was 15 years old, paying rent at 10th and Loma in Long Beach, attending a night school at Woodrow Wilson, working any little job I could find anywhere. Um, I, I could go on about that. But the truth is, City Hall Engineering brought me in um, just before I made 16. I've been on my own long enough to know that the best thing I can do today in my redefining of my adult life was to really make sure whatever dollar I had come in my name went back my way to plant a seed. I've really created a world all around me that I wish to live in. I have everything I want. I make sure I have a holistic deodorant. I make sure I have a holistic toothpaste. I make sure that not only I have, but you have. I, mm. provide, you a, I provide you everything I would want for myself. Right. And that is what the people have so loved and, and adored. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm concerned about them having dry skin or oily scalp or any of those issues so that I know what to get for you best. Organic, right. plant-based, and without science. I'm mm-hmm. not... There's a culture center that really excites me. Every Saturday night, it's live Freedom of Expression Night with my host uh, of Open Mic, which would be uh, Brother Impact and Sister Shy. Mm-hmm. That brings musicians in, poets in. It's just a wonderful vibe that jumps off in my rooms. It's like blessing my space for the, ne- the week you. coming. I got you. We wind down on Sunday morning with uh, Brother George, who is a yogaist and basically comes in and stretch, breathe, and a young man named Oscar in the neighborhood now makes fresh-pressed juice mm-hmm. for anyone there that mm-hmm. wants one. Mm-hmm. You, I yeah. built it all around me so I could have what I wanted without having to go across the street to a McDonald's. I got you. I got you. Gosh, there's nothing in my neighborhood for me to even go to anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you, you mentioned uh, something that um, pointed to how black businesses are not what they used to be. And uh, I've experienced that as well, especially in Chicago. And uh, that man in in, in place oh it's, it's crazy it's a place called called Bronzeville that that was a, a black neighborhood and you could buy anything there mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. wanted to buy you know what I mean and uh, the, it was it, that was the first migration of black people from the south and then there, the second migration came from black people from the south mm-hmm. and what happened was the black people that were there felt that they had arrived that they were the mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and so they said we don't want to be around these poor black folks. So they moved south. Mm. And now that's one of the most prominent and, and thriving areas in the city of Chicago. And yes. of course it's Caucasian now. You know what I mean? And 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 that was years ago. That was back in the fifties, forties and fifties. You're talking you know. about the Bumpy Johnson. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And 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 things, uh, you know, they, they had their ups and downs, but now with the way you 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 look at things is like we have pretty much gotten to the point where it's do or die. Well, you know I what see I mean? And, and it's not. And, and and I'm not saying this for the sake of of just uh, 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 black folks for just for us. I'm talking about our our very survival, the survival of the, of the planet as a people. As, yeah. And so um, as a culture why, that doesn't have its hand. Yes. On. And that's why this blog was so important to me, because I think that it needs to be understood that we we need to know what the real deal is. We no, need to know what it is, what role we've played and what we can do to remedy whatever mistakes we've made down the line. Well, when you and take so, it back that far, you have to re- be reminded that, that you know, I, I'm a descendant of that era of the 60s and 70s. Uh-huh. And they, uh, 
they were not only handed the social welfare program right. to pacify them, mm-hmm. but the the when we had businesses, it was such a party influence. Okay. Then the man, you know, I know about a man. I always <laughs> these entities are known as the man. Right. And and when you have you have the man who then knows how to. Uh, put drugs all in the neighborhood and just really wipe them out they don't even know they're being wiped out uh-huh. they begin hustling on each other killing off each other right. and losing their businesses to what what Vonya and I learned to talk about was these places and these people these our friends didn't lose their businesses to anyone in the neighborhood like we knew mm. they had lost all their business and their ownership of their homes to a bank right I right. still today see the biggest entity in all our lives is how we leave and where we leave our money yeah you're absolutely right we are in an economic warfare and as long as uh, Africans when I was in Africa I went to the Gambia I learned from them then and my sister helped me it's like engraved in my brain when you put your money in a bank you've opened your window to a thief Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. many people have access to your information that even you don't know how many people are thinking about how to get it out of your right. head. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that's ongoing. That's yeah. twenty-four hours a day, seven days. Oh a yeah, week. absolutely. It's just the we have to trust each other to take pride in our ownership of our own products and uh, whatever we're making. Mm-hmm. If you were designing a tailor suit, I'd expect brothers to hear you on the radio and make sure they were getting Calvin's suit. Yeah. Because that would be fashionable to wear in sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need us to stop the mindset that our children, and that's on our parents, our uh-huh. women now need to really educate their children to make sure they're bringing them up, understanding we take dignity and pride and ownership of our own. Mm-hmm. We keep f- feeding ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can all get fed. Exactly. We're exactly. leaving too many out there on homeless roads mm-hmm. and we're leaving too many out there on trains Mm -hmm. we need to understand that they are there because we as a people haven't established ourselves well when i've watched the cambodians in my town in the 20 years it took me to secure myself in the property of ownership and the business and is all doing well i've seen cambodians buy a five mile radius you say buy a five they mile. Bought, Come they together and buy a, The cities even put up Cambodia Town mm-hmm. all around me. And that's right. That's they right. have bought up a five mile radius all mm-hmm. around me because these... Now, I don't see their children behind anybody I know in their lines at McDonald's, Jack in the Box. Right. Any of the... You don't see them at running in and out of 7-Elevens. Mm-hmm. You see them in their own yards and they're pulling herbs and they go inside and grandma makes soup. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. buy that soup. Yes. It's the healthiest soup to buy in my neighborhood. It's the okay. only place to eat in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The mindset of that child has been thrown down from grandma, great-grandma, to ma and dad and child and on and on. We have a breakdown in how we're raising our children. We're allowing television to teach them. We're allowing the the university, the high schools, the preschools to educate our children. Malcolm X said one thing, only a fool would allow his enemy to educate his children. Mm, mm. We really need to look at it. It starts at home. Right. What have you taught your children? How have you taught them to fight and weather the storm they find themselves in as adults? Right. right. We're in an economic warfare. And have we armed them? No. We've let them think everything's all right. I'm going to keep paying for your college and I'm going to keep working. I'm working. I'm working. And what would Bush say today or anybody else in the White House? Them some good Americans. (laughs) That's all (laughs) he can say to a man who says he's working three jobs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, we have to understand no matter where we work, what we have, small seeds, large seeds, it don't matter. Mm -hmm. We have to trust each other to do well with that. Produce and keep manufacturing our own wares. Right. We have a lot. We are so far behind on economics. Economics is what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Capitalists, they Mm -hmm. have got reduced themselves to selling slime called chicken nuggets. Right. To make sure they were making a dollar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's capitalists. The Mm -hmm. big old McDonald's, the yellow, he's huge. 
He owns every lot he's in. I'm watching him. <laughs> if he right. can do it with a burger, I can do it with an incense. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm watching him. That's I'm going right. to see Shades of Africa is going to do a remarkable things because my will itself will basically keep it alive uh, for more than 100 years after I'm gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have children of my own, but I'm leaving it to staff and, and a corporation and trust with lawyers uh, watching over it for sure. Yeah. So, so uh, we, we, we spoke about uh, how uh, we have businesses and you mentioned something I think that is something that we we really need to take a look at, yes. and that is the trust factor. You know, why why should I trust what it is that you're saying or what it is that you're doing that is going to benefit me? Because you have heard long enough mm. that you can't do something. Okay. Don't you know that motivated me too? Mm-hmm. When I opened and I told the people in my neighborhood that I was going to sell incense and buy some books, they laughed at me mm-hmm. and said nobody was going to buy my books. They had been thoroughly conditioned. These are black folks. Mm-hmm. These are us right. talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And they have been already thoroughly conditioned that the black folks don't read. Right. Oh, I'm not buying that. I don't care if I'm in school or not. I know that the knowledge is the key. And I know how important it is to teach your own, even if you're not knowing. Mm-hmm. I have family that will read to me to help me understand what is before me. Okay. I have learning disabilities. I mm-hmm. can't do as my sister does, who, by the way, studied cr- crossword puzzles. Even under the influence. My sister was constantly in them doggone crosswords. She kept her brain sharp. Right. <laughs> getting high and getting sharp. Yeah, I she got was you. getting sharp. <laughs> she was sharp. Right. My sister is also the best teacher of me. She taught me how not to let the world so abuse me. Mm-hmm. She taught me a lot. Bonnie mm-hmm. gave me a lot of hustle and game. Yeah. And I love my sister. She's oh, been man. my road Beautiful. dog my whole life. Beautiful. You know, um, I talked about how uh, we, I didn't say this, but but what I was speaking to was the fact that we allow others to tell us who we are, you know, and, and, and we believe it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, when they when they say you can't do this, you can't do that, we, we take that into our hearts, right. you know, and there's some things going on in, you know, in, 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 in life today where we feel that someone is in a, in a position to empower us when the only one that can empower us is self, mm, you know, and so again. and so how do you how do you how do you feel about you? You're, you're going somewhere. Let's say you're going going to the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you want you want to get a loan, you know, and and so um, uh, some things that they're, they're telling you, you know, uh, I know they don't make you cry, but some people, you know, they they get really upset at somebody telling them, well, you can't get it. Your credit is this. Your credit is that. How do you? What does that do for you? How do how do you feel about that? I'm because they are, I mean, they are in that position. Mm-hmm. But is that the end of the road? No, it's not. And what happens is, okay, when you say that a person has gone to the bank, now this person walks into the bank knowing they have banked with this bank for 15 or 20 years. Uh They have some good standing and they're literally going in assuming to themselves that he's going to know me, he's going to treat me like he's known me all these Mm -hmm. years. It's like sitting at a poker table when you're already sweating because you can't afford to lose what you have on the table. Right. It's almost like Murphy's Law, that whatever can go wrong Mm -hmm. will go wrong. Mm -hmm. When you find yourself in a position where you are depending on someone else to do something for you to keep you going, you're already lost the game. It's it's over. You cannot walk in with that mindset to any table and get Mm -hmm. fed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. It's just, I have to tell people that it's called sacrifices personal sacrifices generally a person a, a person who is actually going into a bank to borrow money is the type that possibly has a car note he shouldn't be trying to pay for anyway okay. he's trying to hold on to some things i don't care if, if, if it involves your home i'm sorry but there are those of us who are in even mortgages that are just way over 
what we can afford. Mm-hmm. And they it's not so much your fault that it was the banking. The man did that to you. Whatever okay. year you signed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. man did that. Mm-hmm. See how so the man you did, set it up yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the man really is the the right. entity right. that makes sure that eight point nine is what you're paying back you, whether right. you can afford it or that's not. That's right. That's you hear right. me? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that'll take a person to thinking that borrowing money is gonna help them out when you walk into that you have now put another pimp in your pocket Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he expects to get paid i think you might get it for 30 day grace but your payments are started Uh, your payback is real real quick on that i suggest that we learn as a people to work with whatever little we have and to plant our seeds within our own uh now because i i say that because i'm of retail Mm -hmm. i say that because i'm i'm of retail so for me it was take what little i have Make sure I get something I know that somebody may want or appreciate, and let me go from there. And whatever I do with that, then I'll do it again. And I've just been doing that every week for many okay. years. Okay, okay, okay. Now, uh, I, I had mentioned something at the at the close of the blog, and that was the rest of y'all, and I'm talking about everybody besides black folks, you know, do you, you know, continue doing whatever it is that you do that, that you think is, is right, you know, because... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if we focus enough on ourselves, we won't even have to pay attention to what's going on outside. How do you feel in that regard when when when, when people talk about, well, I got to do this and I got to do that because so-and-so runs this and so-and-so runs that. So do I do I take the Malcolm X route, you know, with violence? Do I take the King route with nine violence? Do I do this? Do I do that? How do you feel about that? Today, today, this is 2015. Well, how are we supposed to handle this mess with people? Because it ain't going to stop anytime soon. I mean, you know, it ain't going to stop anytime soon because people have a whole lot of money and they aim to keep it and get more of it. So what? how, how do we respond to that as a people? I've gotten, oh, I have... Um I've had to look, and the the first part you mentioned at the end of the blog Mm -hmm. was the first question I wanted to address, and I need to hear it one more time. Oh. You mentioned, uh, oh, gosh, I just drew a blank on you. I'm sorry. Is everybody I know adhere to spiritual concepts? Nope, nope, nope. Let's everybody go home. Where's home? Oh, where's home, and and where's, uh, and nobody else is home. Let's see. Honestly, for me, or for what I know works in black business, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to stay somewhat on point with the fact that we um, we make sacrifices uh-huh. and those sacrifices are personal sacrifices I for one don't see me anymore you know as long okay. as and I, okay. I learned to no longer see me when mm-hmm. I was in sobriety mm-hmm. because as long as I focused That's on right. me I had all these feelings uh-huh. me this me that I had to me had to flip for we. Okay. So I flipped my we, my me for we when I, when we, when people began coming through my door. Mm-hmm. I had a we factor. Okay. No okay. longer a me factor. Right. So that saved my life off the top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because me, I, 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 you'll very seldom ever really hear about me unless my feet hurt and I'm just tired or hungry. Mm-hmm. And uh, that comes from a long day at work. But the truth is, on a daily basis, I see us, I see we, I see you, I see me, I see children that haven't even come in yet, what they're going to need. I, I concern myself with the family's need and uh, work every day to make sure I'm providing you a very nice and safe and uh, beautiful place to be okay. and shop. Okay, wow. I saw a, a young lady, um, she had a t-shirt on, she was about 10 years old, she had a t-shirt on and her t-shirt said, it's all about me. And and people were pointing at her and looking at her as if that was some something very strange because those same people pointing, that's the way they feel. They mm-hmm. just ain't putting it on a t-shirt, you know, no, you it's know. all about me. And what I'm hearing, it's all about us. It's all about all of us for sure. But we each 
have to take on the responsibility of doing for we absolutely yes yes we have and each other as well and learn it for ourselves as adults right but to teach our children that it's not just about you Mm -hmm. to stop just seeing you as a me okay okay you need to see yourself as a community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we need to teach that to ourselves because that's what the key is in the cambodian family Okay. okay they do not see themselves as i me they see themselves as a community. Right. The grandfather, right. the great grandfather, the mother and the father and the child all work together in mm-hmm, unity. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is they may bring to a table. Okay. In this community, they are ownership now of over five mile radius. Mm-hmm. And fifteen less than twenty years ago they were not there. Yeah, oh, my man. I'm telling you That's what it. what if we would start with just our families and mm-hmm. teach our own that it is not about me and you just I. Okay. But teach your child to see us as a community. Right. Everyone of African, African. (laughs) African. Renee, Renee, Renee. (laughs) This has been such a joy, but, uh, you know, all good things, uh, they don't come to end. They just have to continue at another time in Mm -hmm. our lives. And this is going to happen again. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, You know, I I stay in your shop and I'm glad we got an opportunity to do this because now when I walk in, you're going to say, there's Calvin. <laughs> yes, Calvin, I promise. Yeah, okay. Okay, you guys, uh I'm just uh just so excited about uh what we've done here today. I hope you guys got nearly half as much out of it as I did because I got a whole lot out of it. And uh we're gonna definitely uh do this again, me and Renee. And uh, I want you guys to remember Shades of Africa dot com and that Africa is spelled with a K A F R I K A Shades of Africa dot com. Everything that you've heard here you can learn more about just by going on that website. Um I want you all to stay tuned because we got a guy coming on. His name is Israel Medina. He's going to be on from six to eight with Galactic Soup and he's going to be bringing y'all some music, literature, film, video games and mayhem. <laughs> so y'all stay tuned and as always in parting, I holla. Thank you.